0: With that being said, they represent my family. Name Welcome Shaw. to Twelve Streets. I'm back. We're transparent. All things work together for Is the glory of the, the Lord. I am Is your husband. Amen. To Amen. They represent am am my family. Welcome to i We're transparent. All things work together for the glory of the Lord for the Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome back to 12th Street Talk. Back where transparency is our love language I am your host Victoria J, and welcome 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 if you are happy that God woke you up on this beautiful beautiful day say amen give him some praise that he woke you up and started you on your day no what no matter whether it's day or night where you're at give him some praise if you're in the sound if you're in the listening of the sound of my voice and You're still in the land of the breathing. Some people didn't wake up today. Some people made it halfway through the day and ended up in the hospital or unfortunately passed away. So if you have something to be thankful about, just breathing in the fresh air, give him some praise because he is always worthy to be praised. So guys, that you pour into yourself. I hope you poured into yourself. I have been pouring into myself coming off of the heels of Father's Day and Juneteenth. Happy, happy, happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. And happy Juneteenth. We had a lot to celebrate back to back to back to back to back, especially in the black community. We had a lot to celebrate. Anybody with a social media page should have been celebrating Juneteenth as well as Father's Day. Father's Day does not get the recognition that it should get around America in most households. Hey, around the world in most households. Mother's Day sometimes always steals the shine, and most of the time always steals the shine. And it kind of trumps Father's Day. You know, I've been listening and looking, keeping my listening ears on, and it's been circulating around for many, many years now how Father's Day is so underrated for most people in most households, and it got me to thinking why that is and why it's not celebrated on a grand scale like Mother's Day, doing Mother's Day, the kids Give flowers and candy and dinners and gifts. And even the dads, even the fathers give their wives gifts. Some do anyway, and they're not even their mothers. So it's like a treat for us. It's better than in some households, Christmas and some households is better than Valentine's Day because we get a lot of treats. We get to feel special for that day. Father's Day is supposed to be as equally the same as Mother's Day. But unfortunately, I have heard with my listening ears, even in the media, that Father's Day is not big and grand like Mother's Day. So that's my topic today. I want to talk about Father's Day. I want to talk about Mother's Day. I want to talk about it from a point of view of being an African-American woman And raised in a household without the father. How it means and what it means to me. As well as being a single parent throughout my adult life. And having that parent that was absent in my children's life. And how that affects us. It still affects us on a scale. Whether you're 5 years old or 51 years old like myself. Losing or not having that father figure in your life, it can impact most women in their adult life, in their child, in their, their kids' life, the children's life. It can affect you greatly when you don't have that father figure as well as that mother figure. But coming off the heels of Father's Day and thinking back in my member decks, as well as often wishing that my father was a part of my life, I want to talk about it from that standpoint. I also want to talk about it from a generational standpoint. I want to showcase that Father's Day does not get the recognition that it deserves. And why is that? And we need to do better in that area women we have our own day which is Mother's Day coming off of the heels of Father's Day and Juneteenth there was a lot of things circulating in the media especially with the Russell Simmons ex-wife and children and that was another topic that crossed my mind way before I read that little excerpt That I read about that family. A lot of women has taken it upon themselves to give each other praise or the children giving the mother's praise for Father's Day as well as Mother's Day. So I want to get into that topic, share how I feel about it and, you know, share a little bit of backstory of my life. I have to warn you guys beforehand, some of the content that I may speak about, may be a little bit explicit or dis- disturbing. So if this is something that may be a trigger for you, if you don't have a mother, if you don't have the father, I would encourage you to stop here and catch us on another episode. In the meantime, guys, let's head on over. Give our sponsors better help, some shouts out. Let's hear a word from them and we'll be right back. What's up, guys? It's your girl, Victoria J. I'm here to talk to you about my new friends and partners, BetterHelp. Thank you, BetterHelp, for sponsoring this podcast. Guys, life can be a little tricky sometimes, especially coming off the heels of the pandemic a few years back, as well as just going through everyday life stuff. Emotions can run high with all of us and sometimes we need someone else besides our loved ones to talk to. And that's why I'm grateful to BetterHelp. BetterHelp is the world's largest therapy service and it's 100% online. With BetterHelp, you can tap into a network of over 30,000 licensed and experienced therapists who can help you with a wide range of issues. All you need to do to get started, people, is to answer a few questions about your preferences and your needs in therapy. That way, BetterHelp can match you with a licensed therapist from their network. Then you can kick back, relax, and talk to your therapist however you feel comfortable via chat, phone, video call, even text. You can also schedule live sessions. That's right, live sessions. And if your therapist is not the right fit for you for any reason, you can switch to a new therapist at no additional cost. With BetterHelp, you get the same professionalism and quality that you can expect from in-office therapy, but with a therapist that is custom-picked for you. More scheduling, flexibility, and at a more affordable price. Get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp with BetterHelp.com slash 12th Street. That's BetterHelp.com slash 12th Street. I've also linked it for you in the description below. Head on over and get the help that you need from your new friend and my new partners at BetterHelp. Okay, guys, and we're back. Let's jump into this topic today of why we as women have taken on the roles of Father's Day as if it's Mother's Day as well. We all know that there's a lot of single parents out there, mostly women. And I don't know in this day and time that we live in, that can be debated. There's a lot of men that's taken on the roles of being the husband, um, the father of the children with the mother being an absent parent. So why does the woman feel the need to take on the role and take credit on Father's Day. I know there's a lot hurt of feelings rolling around out there, but according to the Bible, the role of the father was originated with God himself and our Heavenly Father. And it was a divine role and a calling. Becoming a father is an important opportunity to become like God, to love and to care for children as God loves and cares for us. Being hurt does a lot to any individual. I can only speak about it from a woman's point of view. As I sat and thought on Father's Day and prior to Father's Day, prior to the holiday coming up, I find myself emotional sometimes because I didn't have the opportunity to have my father in my life. I have very vague memories of my father and they weren't all pleasant. In fact, none of them was pleasant memories. None of the stories that I heard about my father was a pleasant moment. The only keepsake that I carry around with me is in the end, I heard that he did try to turn his life over to Christ, but ultimately his habit came back into play he ended up dying on his birthday in a bar after being sober for a short amount of time and trying hard to give his life over to our heavenly father he just gave in the willpower was not there and that is so for many many people's case. I myself, you guys know, you've heard my story of battling alcohol as well as my father. I mean, it's a generational curse or it's a generation addiction. I don't know what started off as leisure and casual drinking out with my friends and partying also became my go to when I was down and out when something was bothering me. Realizing that, I thank the Lord today that he had me realize that it was a generational thing. I'm glad he delivered me from it. And I know that that's a part of me that I never want to revisit again. But what do you do with all that hurt and pain as it starts to trickle out and God starts to clean you up? And why is it so important for the woman to take on the role on Father's Day? to be honored on their day it takes two to have a baby even if you're doing some of the surgeries that they doing these days the independent woman having babies without a father it still takes two to have that baby whether the father is known or unknown now, ladies, don't beat me up too badly because I know you're probably going to say, what about all the hurtful things? What about them being absent? That is so totally true. But what about the ones that are in their children's life? Whether they be in the household, or outside of the household, whether you're co-parenting, where they're trying as best as they can to be involved in their child's life with money or no money. Because at the end of the day, sometimes that makes it ugly for the family, for the two adults to communicate in reference to the child. A lot of it becomes monetary. A lot of the hurt and not being around the father, it becomes monetary. Monetary. With that being said, I wanted to talk to you guys about it from my standpoint. My father was a very abusive man, mentally and physically. And I understood that at an early age, early on. I don't remember half of the horrible things that he did because I think as a child into my adult life, I suppressed some of it, but the ones that were very vol- volatile, they stuck out, not to mention my siblings and even my mother herself, God rest her soul, before she passed away. Talked about how volatile and how mentally and physically abusive he was. One memory that sticks out very clear to me is a memory Before we moved to North Carolina from Virginia, I had to be every bit of maybe eight, nine years old, getting off the bus with my little brother. And my father happened to roll up on us in the passenger seat with one of his friends. And the conversation went a little bit like this. Hey, how you doing? It's so good to see my babies. But then it immediately turned to, where do you live? Where do you live at? And I remember being frightened. I remember being frightened because what stood out in my mind was my mom had always told me that if I ever came across him on the way home, walking home, which was only a few houses from the bus stop, that don't let him know where we lived at. As a young child being that young and that memory standing out in my head and the memory of the fights, not just arguments, but physical fights, I had that big responsibility on my shoulders to keep that secret. I can't let him know where we live at. As I moved on in my adult life, I began to miss my father I began to miss not having one not missing the terror that he would inflict on my mom and us kids but miss having that father figure and wishing that I had the opportunity to get to know him better but if on some level If God would have just made him a better person, a father, a father like some of the people that I see and know that have fathers in their lives, a father and a mother, whether they be in the same household or outside the household. I know plenty of people, my husband being an example. He has two living parents that's been together for 60 some years. Then I know people that have co parent that are very good friends, that the relationship didn't work out, but they're there for that child. And actually, some of them still do events with each other. Them and their new spouses and the old spouses. And I always wished that my father could have been a better person, that my mother didn't have to relocate to North Carolina. Because she felt, and this is a conversation that her and I had shared. She felt that if she didn't get out of Virginia, he was always going to follow her. Everywhere she went. Everywhere she moved. It was almost like he was having a love-hate relationship with my mother. He didn't love her enough to do right by her. Or maybe he didn't love himself enough to do right by her. But he didn't want anybody else to have her. And he didn't want anybody else to make her happy. And I feel, and this is just my personal opinion for those of you that are listening that are related to me. I feel like she had no other choice to just start a brand new life. She had no other choice but to relocate. My mother was a beautiful soul inside and out. She was a tough cookie, but she had to be tough to deal with some of the things that she went through in life. She was a forgiving woman and a very proud woman. She didn't take too many handouts, if any at all. And that same thing resonated with child support. I remember often asking her why she never took him up for child support. And her answer would be, I never needed anything from a man to help me raise my kids, to do something that you know that's right, whether we are together or not. And then the flip side of that was, I just didn't want any of my new locations to be on any type of paperwork for your father to be able to come and find out where I was at. You guys can read inside the lines of how destructive he was as a man but on the other side of it she did tell me stories on how he was a great musician he played the sax and he would just shut the club down that he was just that good she also told me a story of him being approached to make a commercial for Coca-Cola way back in the day could you imagine if he was on his craft As much as he was holding on to that bottle. How wonderful a piece of history that would have been to be able to brag about as his daughter. Unfortunately, he was such a volatile man that that commercial never got the opportunity to see the light of day. Because of his attitude, because of his behavior. And I often wonder if he would have gotten the opportunity that I got as a do-over, and I'm pretty sure, I guess that's not the right words to say, gotten the opportunity. He did have the opportunity. It would be if he would have had the willpower to stop and maybe get some help if he wasn't able to do it on his own, if our relationship would have turned out better. I remember missing him as a teenager. I remember missing him walking me down the aisle at my wedding and having to ask the next best closest thing to do it, which was my baby brother. My baby brother and I share the same father from the rest of my siblings. And my father was a terror, not only in our lives, but in my siblings' lives. They don't have great stories to tell when it comes to my father which led us here to North Carolina. But then I acquired a stepfather that I respected kind of sorta because he had his deal. He had his vices. He had his monsters. And he wasn't someone that could take the role and step into the shoes that I would have called my father. All my life, I called him by his first name. He was just my mom's husband because he wasn't the provider. He wasn't the caregiver. He wasn't participating in our lives and seeing what was going on in our lives, whether it came to school, whether it came to, you know, just being a dad uh, for prom or wedding or participating in any of our activities, whether it be sports. He wasn't that guy. His focus was just my mom. My mom was a very pretty lady. And I know some of you guys that come from the old school might remember this term, arm candy. My mom was arm candy for my stepdad. So there was no respect of him as my stepfather. And I would go on to take on those traits. I would go on to marry in the same realm. Marry men that wanted to use me for arm candy versus do the right thing up under God's eyes, which would be, be the provider for the wife and the children. Be the protector. Be that one that we can count on. And take on that fatherly role. Put God first and everything else second. And sometimes the sins of the father do fall upon the children. It certainly seemed like it was in my case. I would go on to marry my high school sweetheart. Well, he was sweet on me. He was sweet on me from my sophomore year until I graduated. I was two years ahead of him. He was two years behind me. We ended up meeting when my son was about one years old. Another relationship that didn't go well. But the only thing that I could say about meeting my son's father was, I knew in my head, I don't know if he knew in his head, that it wasn't really a serious thing for me. But I did play without using any protection And out comes my son. Up comes my son. And I had to deal with being a single mom. When my son was about one, that's when I was to go on to meet my high school sweetheart again. After spending three or four years of not seeing each other. And I said to myself, after being in so many other horrible boyfriend-girlfriend relationships... Let me give him a try. He was a sweet guy in school. Let me give him a try. And we went on to have happy marital bliss for the first year. Ten years of our life, we spent arguing, bickering, fussing. I spent having babies. I spent pining away after the fact that he was a gigolo. I spent a lot of that time trying to heal from him having multiple women and multiple children by multiple other women. I spent time trying to repair a marriage that I was the only one that really, really wanted. Although the words out of his mouth were saying something totally different. Same thing with my second husband. The big benefit in that was he ultimately became the role model, the protector, and the provider for my children and myself to a degree. But he was that father figure that I wanted for my children at every game participating in their life with homework and prom and graduation, plays, band, being the carpool guy, being the provider, if I want this for my birthday or Christmas, he was ultimately able to do all those things, being the uh, one that chastised sometimes, the one that had the conversations with my son when it came time for being sexually involved, helping me have the conversations with my son as well as my daughters. But again, it was another relationship between him and I that turned out that we couldn't stay together. But we both realized that. We both take 50% part. And we looked at each other when we did sign the divorce papers and said, you know, we married for all the wrong reasons. We weren't a friendship because we were friends as well before we married. He was lonely. I was lonely. We decided to give each other a dating try. Not to mention, we thought that each other was going to be one another's cash cow. I was looking at it and all the wrong situations of thinking he was going to be my financial provider, not knowing that he was looking at me, have my job and have my title and making good money. He was looking at me in the same way. He was looking at me to be the provider, provider for him in a business that was failing. I was looking at him to be the provider for me in a whole relationship because I thought he had a business that was successful. So we both went into that with all the wrong reasons. But the kids got a father out of it at the end of the day. Fast forward to now, my children seen me go through those two marriages. So by the time my third marriage came along, they was over it. They was over calling anybody new, father, dad. They was over it. And respectfully so. And plus, they still have their own issues with their father. They still have their own issues with their father with the disappearing acts. Showing up for a year or maybe two and disappearing for three or four. And it's still the same way to this day. So what do you do about that as a black woman with all that hurt and pain? And someone else may be out there going through the same thing. Or perhaps you might be the one issuing the pain, using the kid as the pawn, putting unrealistic stipulations on why that father can't get that child, that son, that daughter, or just using the situation as a cash cow that I know that this person makes a certain amount of money and I'm guaranteed to get this amount for child support. Either way, in any of our thinking, someone always has to be right, someone always has to be wrong, and the kids are left paying the cost. And it's been going on for a long time in our generations just look at the incident I told you about my mother. It was fight or flight. And don't get me wrong. There are some circumstances that you, no matter how much you want your children to be a part of the absent mother or the absent father's life, sometimes they don't have the ability to take care of their self. And it forces you in positions to do what you have to do. For instance, like the physical and the mental abuse, as well as any type of um, devices, any type of habits that one parent just can't seem to shake or don't have the desire to shake. Sometimes it puts us parents in positions where we have to make that decision and it breaks our heart just as much to have to stand our ground. To protect our children, to be in protect mode. It sucked being in protect mode. It sucked being in protect mode. It sucked trying to bring a horse to water and not make them drink. That has been certainly my case with my daughter's father, trying to bring the horse to water, trying to set up play dates, and even into their teens and preteens and adulthood, still trying to mend the fences, still trying to let him see what he's missing out on. On many occasions that he didn't take the opportunity to take advantage of. Till this day, he hasn't taken the opportunity to take advantage of it. And it's no reason, because he has multiple other children. And he has at least three that he dots on all the time in the public eye on the social media pages, which makes my two feel some type of way. And as much as I hurt for them and always trying to extend that olive branch, you can't extend an olive branch when nobody's on the other receiving end to pick it up. As I was making this show, my daughter called in and I had asked her permission, I'd asked their permission if this was something that I could share, if I could share my experience as a mom, as a black woman growing up without a dad and as a black woman raising Three children without a dad. I wanted to get their permission first. I didn't want to put anything out there that they wasn't okay with. And my daughter called and she said, I thought you wanted me to be a part of your show to talk about how I feel about my father being absent. I said, no. I said, I think you got it wrong. I want you to, I wanted to get your permission I wanted to make sure it was okay with you because I know that they listened to the show before I put anything out there. And she said, You know, I wouldn't mind coming on and telling how I feel. So, the next clip that you guys are about to hear is a conversation that I pre recorded between me and my daughter. And I debated and debated if I would just leave it raw. But the pre-recording that I had, pre- had started recording prior to her calling in, it didn't fit. So I had to go back and revamp this episode. But this is her thoughts. And this is the conversation. And we'll be right back in just a second. And we're back Just so happened guys I do have a little special for you guys As I was recording this episode uh, One of my children called in And I happened to tell her what I was doing Because I had asked her earlier if How she would feel if I did An episode talking about how In the black community, we as women do sometimes miss out on our fathers, and we don't want to take away the significance of Father's Day. And she happened to call in and wanted to be a part of the show. So welcome, young lady. (laughs) Hi. Hi. How are you?
1: I am doing good. How, How are you?
0: I'm doing well. I was just telling my audience and explaining how at 51, you know, first of all, let me just give you a little backstory about how, you know, I don't want to take away the significance of Father's Day because I really, I really adore the fact that there are fathers out here, whether they're co-parenting or whether they're still in the household and it's been so circulating around in the social media, that a lot of women, they claim Father's Day as their self because of being the two parents in the household. I also was explaining to them that was not our case, that you did have a stepfather that ultimately went on to raise you and your other siblings, and unbeknownst to me, you called in, and I was telling a little bit about your biological father and how there were opportunities for him to be a part of it. And we got into a conversation. You made a valid, very valid point and wanted to come on to the show. So first of all, welcome and just, you know, give me your thoughts on how you feel. And, you know, she's not shy, guys. So,
1: <laughs> yeah, um, I'm not going to hold back. So um so I don't know how I feel about like not having a a dad that's present in my life I mean I feel perfectly fine and to be honest I wouldn't I wouldn't really change it because like I had my mom and she was like the mom obviously and the dad and whatsoever and the best friends I wouldn't really like change any of that it does get like like, you, especially, like, with my friends, especially one of my closest friends, like, I see, like, her dad, and, like, yes, I sometimes yearn to have that relationship, like, that closeness, but at the end of the day, I meant things happen for a reason. I wouldn't change it. Um, but, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: You know, and I was telling them as well, you know, we've had the conversations, I think, that I've had them with you, And your other sister at the point of sometimes I feel bad because I've always been the one trying to bring you guys together. And at some point, you guys have had your own cell phones and always had a way to be in touch with each other. Even through my previous marriages, he's always showed up here and there and was more than welcome into the house, and it's kind of like he just drifted off, and it saddens me that y'all don't have a better rapport than what you guys have.
1: Yeah, it's like at the end of the day, for like, if you like, especially like, it was always you and my grandma wanting, like, making like dates and plans for me for my dad to show up, and and that would happen but he wouldn't initiate it first like i feel like if you're going to be a father then you have to it's not it's not the child's responsibility whether they're like 5, 10, 20 years old it's not their responsibility to form that relationship you brought us into that into this world you should be the one to initiate that not the other way around and you can't fill some type of way when they don't want to when bridges are burned and they don't want to talk to you because, like, you never, you never, like, wanted it to begin with. So why would we have to reach out to you consistently all the time? Especially since, like, um, I remember, like, when I was, like, five. Deirdre was, like, seven. Um, like, he, my mom would, like, we would rotate weekends and all that such. And even when I was, like, little, I, and if I did go over to to his place um he wasn't still never really around like it was more like his step his like his wife was mostly babysitting us and then he would just go off somewhere so we we still never had that connection so yeah and it's kind of like and like it's kind of makes me sad for like all girls because like you realize and we once you don't have a dad in your life or like a male figure in your life um there's studies about this like um, women who don't have like a, a male figure in their, in their life, they tend to, um, kind of try to reflect, try to like reflect that or look for it into other people's relationships, whether that be, um, your friends or uh, most importantly, um, and your romantic relationships, they, mm-hmm. um, and I was just, cause I just got out of a real bad relationship Um, and I realized I was like, Oh my gosh, this is the same type of pattern that I saw with my, with my stepdad and my dad I was like, I, they had like the same type of behavior. I was like, Ooh, so now I'm like, I'm being more careful like, with looking into that, but it, like, it bleeds out into different areas in your life, and you don't even realize it until, like, the situation's over, so that's, like, the downside of, like, not having a father figure in your life, Mm -hmm. but other than that, like, at the end of the day, I wouldn't change it, because, like, it it happens, things happen, so, and, yeah, I feel like I had a pretty good childhood, so... (laughs)
0: Yeah. Well, I I appreciate that. I appreciate that. And again, like I said before, I didn't, I don't want to take away the significance. That was the whole point of doing this episode is for the men that are in their children's life to be able to celebrate Father's Day the same way that we celebrate Mother's Day, because we do have our day. And in your generation especially and kind of in mind I'm seeing more and more that people are able to co-parent even yeah, if
1: it definitely th- works I have like a lot of like a lot of my friends who are like who got pregnant young or just people that I know like co-parenting does work I mean especially like um if you're separated like you shouldn't bath mouth like your like the other partner because at the end of the day you're trying to just raise a child and like you don't want that you don't want that um idea or image in the child's brain like manipulating kind of sense Yeah, yeah
0: that's what i was saying right before i went into the commercial break before you called in that i don't think that from either party whether it's a male or female and i certainly didn't do that with you guys bad mouth your father. If anything, I was sad for you all. And also... Yeah,
1: more like annoyed or like just frustrated.
0: Yeah, just, yeah, It also frustrated. And and, and try as I might, I even tried in your adult life to no avail. So, now we can have the open conversation, but definitely, when you guys were younger, I didn't go around saying, well, you know, all the bad things that you could say about him being absent and also i want to step further you know toot my own horn because i'm gonna toot my own horn i want to step further with you guys brother when his father was absent out of his life and i would buy presents and put his absentee father's name on them as if he was a part of his life yeah so i think different strokes for different folks but I do want, I do want our women to celebrate Mother's Day. Let the fathers, that our fathers celebrate Father's Day. And at the end of the day, if a relationship can be repaired or even formed later on in life, I think that should still be an option on the table for both parties. But I thank you for calling in with your comments. This was a total unexpected surprise (laughs) you Mm -hmm. calling in. But, you know, I always and I always tell my audience, there's always two sides to every story. You can get behind a mic and tell your side and the other party doesn't have the opportunity. And when you don't have facts behind it, it kind of can seem one sided. yeah. Definitely. Well, thank you, Miss Lady, for coming on to the show. We're going to dive right back in in just a few minutes. We're going to take another quick break, and we're going to wrap it up in just a few minutes. We'll be right back. Okay, so, and we're back. And as you just heard, that was one of my daughter's thoughts and feelings on, you know, the whole situation. I love her bravery, you know, even as a mom, even though the words are coming out of her mouth, I still hurt. I still think there there's some hurt and there's some healing there that can take place. I'm still optimistic. I'm still optimistic about the absentee parent as I think that we all should be. I'm still with that keep hope alive. I'm still with that, You know, if we ask God to forgive us of certain things, why can't we as people forgive another human being? He did tell us, you know, to turn the other cheek and give them the other side if they do you wrong. But he didn't say you have to walk around and be a bobblehead, just keep letting somebody knock you upside the head. But he did say turn the other cheek. So I'm hoping as long as their breath And all parties, um, bodies that is alive and kicking and God wakes us up each and every morning with his new grace and mercy. That there can be, before it's too late on anybody's part, some type of repair there. Some type of relationship. I don't care if it's teeny bitty steps of friendship. They may never become father and daughter. But they may be able to have some type of some type of equitable friendship out of it, being that there's so many so much time has gone by. And then you never know. I consider myself a very forgiving person. So with that being said, I also see that in my children. They have a very forgiving nature. So maybe it may go as, you know, I'm an adult now and you can still be. My father, who knows, but I'm keeping hope alive. With that being said, though, I want to, you know, again, go back to mothers, we have our day. Women, we have our day. Just like the whole debacle with, you know, the Russell Simmons ex-wife and the daughter, you know, the conversation about her calling or wishing her mother a happy Father's Day on Father's Day. I still think that they should be able to enjoy their title. And that has been circulating a lot around social media, out of different people's mouths, whether it be on social media or not. And it's great, and it's grand. Just like my daughter said, you know, I had a pretty good childhood. I appreciate her for that. I appreciate everything that she has done and any of my other children have done for me on Mother's Day. And if they go on on Father's Day and want to take me out to dinner or bring me a gift, that's great too. I'm definitely going to accept it. But I also want them to always remember they always have a father. They always have a dad in their life. And although it may be strained right now, you still have another living human being that is of the male species that's your father. And that's just my view on Father's Day. I feel like, women, we have Mother's Day. It's celebrated uh, by our children for us. It's celebrated by our spouses with us. My husband certainly took me out to dinner for Mother's Day, and I'm not his mother. And I often asked him, you know, tell him, not ask him, but tell him, just like I did on Mother's Day. I was like... You know, even before Mother's Day came, the week of Mother's Day, he was like, I want to get you something for Mother's Day, but money's a little bit tight. And I said, you know, you're not my mother. So I wasn't expecting anything from you. But the thought was the thing that counted. But he still went out of his way after church to take me out to a nice steak dinner. And we enjoyed the time. We enjoyed the time and i don't know if his reasons was because my children are scattered on dif- in different states and that they just couldn't get to me at this time whatever the reason was i appreciated it but i think our fathers should be able to still appreciate their day and i think it deserves the same big type of recognition recognition as mothers day do we go all out for our mothers so we should go all out For our fathers as well. We should make them feel loved on that day as well. No matter what the circumstances is. Put your differences aside for that moment. I know there's certainly, I've I've known some people and heard some stories where a lot of girls and a lot of boys don't get along with their mothers. But on Mother's Day, it's something about Mother's Day and Valentine's Day and Christmas that softens a person's heart. And they can put their differences aside and say at the end of the day, that's my mother. And I think we need to start doing that a little bit more, especially in the black community with our fathers. Putting our differences aside and saying at the end of the day, that's still my father. And I don't, and that's just my personal opinion, I don't agree with women celebrating Father's Day. As Mother's Day, saying to the child or even having the child think that, you know, I was the only one here for you for 18 or 20 some odd years. I am the mother and the father. We've all said that at some point in our life. We've all said it or we all thought it. I know certainly I thought it. And I've been married three times, but I still considered myself a single parent because those men was not their biological father. And there was a lot of times that I was playing tug of war, especially with my husband, my ex-husband that raised my children as if my children were his own. He always used to constantly have to remind me, you're not in this alone anymore. And the cherry on the cake was he thought he couldn't have children. And he adored children, not just my children. Anybody that had children, he adored children. He loved to be the big silly person at the party. And he loved to be the provider. He loved to be the supporter of those children. And he has a lot of people had said so many great things about him. Just stepping into those roles as coaches and mentors and just doing that. But that came at a cost because he thought, because he was told all his life that he would never be able to have children. And the blessing out of all of that, the blessing out of all of that, he did go on to be a father, become a father about two or three years ago. He went on to become the dad that he was supposed to be for his own child. And I was so happy and ecstatic for him because he had been told all his life that he would never be able to have children because of a medical condition that he suffered during as as an infant. He was told that he wouldn't be able to have children. And God blessed him with his own daughter about two or three years ago. And I couldn't be more happy for anybody because he deserved that. He deserved that. But during the times that we were together, he never griped about not having children of his own. Whether he felt some type of way or not, he never displayed it. All the love that he had bundled up inside of him that I'm pretty sure he wished that he could have gave to his own biological child. He poured into my children and other people's children. And God ended up blessing him with his own beautiful bundle of of joy, and He was ecstatic and excited and confused. And he's like, you know, God would wait until I'm in my late 40s to give me a baby. But the miracle in it all, he got someone that he could love on that had the same blood running through their veins as his. And not that that is a big deal. It is an important factor, but there's a lot of children out there that have been adopted by parents, even though they don't have blood running through their same vein. There's a lot of foster parents out there that take on the roles of helping children and taking in children that don't have anybody else want to, you know, that wants to take them in. The more of the story is, there are a lot more good. Situations out there and Father's Day should be equally as important as Mother's Day. Mothers, we have our day and it is celebrated at the grandest level. Let's let our men let let's let them have some celebration at the grandest level. And ladies, no toolboxes. Nothing where it turns around and they gotta fix it for you. Give him a set of golf clubs or his favorite cologne or his a nice outfit or how about those sneakers guys or, you know, whatever it is or even a day. At the spa with you getting a massage. I know my husband certainly works hard enough. And he's often mentioned it in the past that we need to go get double massages together. That's his thing. I just want to relax. So, you know, I think they should be celebrated. I think that a lot of us women, children, girls, ladies, women, we are hurt. And sometimes we let our hurt spill over into the situation. And all we are thinking about is me, 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 me. I had a conversation with my son a few weeks back. And he said, Mom, do you know when we talk, all you say is me, 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 me. It's always about you. And we laughed about it, but it put me in deep thought. And sometimes when people say things to you, it makes you sit back and think about the things that you say and do. And it put me in deep thought about that. Because I was, as, he's, as I'm trying to teach him different things about life. And he's 30. I was constantly comparing what I was doing at 30. And he just wanted to be able to tell, share with me his achievements. And what he's learning out of life. But I turned it into a me moment. So now I'm consciously aware of that and then I start evaluating other relationships and other conversations because as we know, I like to talk <laughs> and I realize that I can monopolize a conversation, especially if I know you and I'm comfortable with you. So now that's something else that I've learned new about myself to pull back and allow someone else to express their feelings, allow my children to express their feelings or whoever I might be communicating with for that day. At the end of the day, all of it is about self-help. It's about self-love, learning yourself. The older you get, the more that you learn about yourself. We all at some point walked through this life not wanting to hear anything that our parents had to say or another adult had to say. I'm grown, I'm 18, I'm 20, I'm 30, I'm going to do it my way. But the older I get, I find that I did exactly what my aunt told me a couple months ago when, with my faith walk. She said, you know, sometimes when people prophesied at a church service not all of it is meant for you you have a whole congregation there and some may be going through the same thing as you going through she said rake in what is for you Treat, treat it like a plate of food eat what's for you if your pastor or bishop or minister stops and prophesies to the congregation and whatever is not for you, rake it to the side of the plate. She said don't dump it out in the trash can but rake it to the side because you never know when you might have to come back and use some of that knowledge or wisdom or perhaps apply it to your situation and that's how I feel about Father's and Father's Day I can be open today to say yes I miss my father. Yes, I wish he was a better person. Yes, sometimes it bothers me deeply, but I've raked it to a side for so many years. I choose to find a happy place to do and and, and to think about, you know, what ifs. I choose to go into my what if, and hopefully he's resting in peace. God rest his soul. Same thing, ladies. Same thing, gentlemen, because we have some gentlemen out there too that can be something to deal with when it comes to parenting or sharing co parenting. Some 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 use the children as well. And it's been in my experience it's more so women. That uses the parent um, uses the child, excuse me, uses the child in the relationship. But we can we have some men out there that can be equally as disturbing and it, it affects no one but the child. With that being said, I also wanted to touch on that a little bit. Even as I grow older, sometimes, even something as simple, As arguing all the time with your spouse can make your children want to run away from you when they do get of age and can get out of that house. Because all they hear is the bickering between you two. And they can hear some things that you may not even knew that they heard. I know it's certainly been my case. And you know, one or two of my children may have brought up something. And they, and they come and they say, you know, I'm not, you know, I remember X, Y, and Z. I'm not bringing this up to hurt you, but I remember this. And that certainly was my case with my own biological father. I remember the things. I remember the adult conversations that I really wasn't supposed to be listening to anyway. But I found that information helpful and useful when I needed it as a small child. So guys, do remember, it's not about Mother's Day. It's not about Father's Day. It's about the children. And that's the reason why we support mothers and Father's Day. It's an honor to be a mother. It's an honor to be a father because you know that you're doing what God wants us to do. Our Heavenly Father wants us to be the good parent. He wants us to incorporate him in our lives and instill that into our children. He wants us to be the disciplinary. He wants us to be the provider. He wants us to be the teacher. And as long as we're walking with him, we can start to instill some of those things in our children. And as hurtful as it may be, walking around in your flesh and having all of these feelings that we constantly have to deal with. On a daily basis. At the end of the day. If you keep your focus. On God. He will bring you perfect peace. In all of your situations. And then we won't have the things going on. Like mothers wanting to celebrate. Father's day. Just because they was a sole provider. Our heavenly father says. I will fight your battles. But as long as you got your hands in it. Trying to fight the battle. And trying to prove your point And trying to be the number one. You can't do anything with that. That's just my thoughts for today. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. You leave me any feedback. You're more than welcome to come on the show. And air your grievances about it. Shots out to um, things about us. Um... Gosh, things about us, Mr. Ken, that's what I was going to say. Uh, Mr. Ken, I love, love the fact that you always support all of the podcasters. You're always taking time to listen to our stuff, repost it, and repost anything that we might put out there, whether it's a new episode or just a thank you. So, and I know I said it in the past, but I want to say again, thank you, thank you so much for doing that, as well as things about us. Things about us, anytime that I put something on any of my social media pages, or anytime I post a new episode, you guys are always always in my corner. I love the fact that we're keeping the gravy train rolling and giving the shout outs on our episodes. Um, I think that was a great thing. I know that Mr. Ken had started doing the list from my point of view. I don't, excuse me, I don't know how long he had been doing it because yes, I've only been in this podcasting world a little bit, but I know for me, I saw him do it consistently but now I'm hearing a lot more shout outs in people's shows so you know thank you Mr. Ken thank you for things about us thank you uh Chronicles of a Virgo my Virgo twin uh, for always just posting and reposting my stuff and give me giving me some advice especially Chronicles of a Virgo she really helps me out as well as thank you Bold Talk by Joe for listening to the show um, and it's many, many more. Um, and special thanks to Unpacking the Box. Unpacking the Box. Uh, when you did the your list on good pods of some of your favorite podcast shows to listen to. It really warmed my heart that I made the list. And just reading what you said about the show, about the morning inspirations, it really warmed my soul. It came at a time at where I was feeling low and I was trying to hold on to something, hold on to God's word, hold on to my sanity. And it came at a really, really good point good time where it lifted me up and made me feel good so thank you thank you thank you for that as well as guys don't forget to check us out over on our new youtube page at street talk 12 www.youtube.com at street talk Twelve, or you can simply just look up Twelve Street Talk. Back, check us out for our Freedom Fridays, and if you guys want to come on to the show to be a guest, we're starting to opening up the uh, Freedom Fridays gal chat and friends. Whether you have a talent, whether you have um, or, or an entrepreneur, I shouldn't say talent. Whether you are an entrepreneur. Whether you are an entrepreneur that want to showcase um, what you're selling, what your brand is. Nobody is the best seller of their things except for the entrepreneur. You know how it works, Bex. You know what is good and how to do it and all that good stuff. You're the mouthpiece for your brand. So if you feeling like you want to come on and get your little 15 minutes of fame, certainly, certainly, certainly email me at street talk my yahoo dot com and we'll get you on the show and if you don't if you're a little camera shy like I can be at times then hit me up on Spotify and leave me a message scroll on down in the description hit that link where it says leave 12th street talk back a message and leave a detailed message on what you want me to say about your product the name of your business and I'll definitely shout you out on Freedom Fridays I am going to start to open up the platform a a little bit for Freedom Friday's gal chat. One one Friday out of the month. I'm, I'm looking at doing that and bringing on anyone else that just want to chop it up with your girl. So let me know. Hit me up in my email box. Also, guys, don't forget about the Freedom Friday Girl Chat. Grab your bestie cruise. It is going down in 2025. Grab your bestie. Grab your $100 deposit. Deposit, head on over to the email address and the link below and get the rest of your information so that you can call and talk to the representative that is representing the 12th Street Talk Back party for this cruise for 2025. 2025, not 2024, because it's giving you time to make a payments how you like on this cruise the initial deposit is a hundred dollars but after that initial deposit you can pay as little as ten dollars a month and by june 2020 not june november 2024 your final payment would be due before we leave the so if you guys are interested in doing that drop me a line over on Yahoo and I'll definitely get that information out to you we are not and I repeat we are not taking any money any funds that's why we're giving you the information so that you can talk to the representative that's representing this portion of the cruise for us we don't want to be responsible for anything anybody's money as well as as much as we'd like for all us to have the rooms on the same side of the ship we only have a of amount of rooms which is 25 but if you're one of those people Where you don't want an inside room and you end up with an inside room and you want to pay a little extra because you want a balcony or partial view, then you can make all those arrangements with the agent. So we left it up to you. And me, I don't want to be responsible for anybody's funds. I got enough on my plate. So therefore, we're providing you with all the information. All you have to do is call the number that we give you and ask to speak to the agent that's representing 12th Street Talk Back podcast. And she will do the rest. So with that being said, guys, check us out over on Spotify, Good Pods, Amazon, Apple, Podbay, Castro, BuzzHorn. Oh uh, gosh, it's, it's I don't know. I guess it's a couple more. I just found out about the Buzzhorn thing. It came up on my back dashboard. <laughs> and I was like, what is that? It was funny though. Um, but check us out over on any of your listening platforms follow rate and share tell a friend tell a friend let's all get it we're all in this thing together whether it be your podcast whether it be you being an entrepreneur whether it be you being in the social media as a social media influencer it takes nothing to support each other with over billions of people in this world. If you got 50,000, why not click on somebody else's stuff and help support them? It's just self, self, self these days. Self, self, self these days. And we need to break out of that. We need to break out of that. It takes nothing to share someone else's information with someone else. You may... Or may not be doing the same thing. But guess what? Just like in this podcasting world. Some topics such as the category I am in relationships. Some people may not want to listen to relationships. They may want to listen to true crime. But it takes nothing for us to support each other. With that being said, peace and blessings to you all. Until next time.